Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Croft, Executive Director, and I'm here with my colleague, Priscilla Weigel, Assistant Director. Hi, Priscilla. Hi, Cindy. And we're really excited today to have um, Beth Menica with us, who is our new Infant Toddler Specialist Network Program Manager and also Manager of our Relationship-Based Professional Development Program here at the Center for Inclusive Child Care. Hi, Beth. Hi, I'm really excited to be here. (laughs) We're glad to have you. So we thought for those who are listening that we would talk a little bit about what our coaching project looks like for infant and toddler programs in Minnesota. For those of you who are listening somewhere else, this is a program that's specific to the state of Minnesota and funded by the Department of Human Services, but we hope that there's still some information that um, perhaps you could gain by learning a little bit more about our coaching model. So, ready to go? Yeah. So, Beth, why don't you tell us uh, a little bit first about um, what the Infant Toddler Specialist Network is. I'm glad to, Cindy. One of the things I want to say for those of you who are not in Minnesota is you should check with your state to see if you, too, have infant toddler specialists somewhere that you can use for a resource to support your learning. So in Minnesota, we're gifted to have this um, funding through Department of Human Services. We have 19 coaches that are part of a team of 32 coaches who focus on infant toddler caregiving. And they work with licensed programs in family child care settings, in child care centers. If a program is licensed, um, we can work with them. And some of the themes that they might work on when you think of infant toddler caregiving Um, that have come up are around routines, around family relationships. It might be having to do with environments, um, or it might have to do with just that responsive caregiving, which is a really big bucket, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's about that relationship building that is so critical for all young children, but especially for our little babies and our toddlers. Mm -hmm. That connection is so important. And so if someone is listening and they are um, offering infant and toddler care in Minnesota, whether, as you said, in a family child care setting where they have maybe one or two infants or a center who has dedicated space for infant rooms and toddler rooms, if they're listening now, what, why would they contact the Center for Inclusive Child Care? Well... For one, you can always improve your practice, and having a coach um, there to help you look at your environment through fresh eyes, um, to think about how you're carrying out your routines and how you might um, build relationships in stronger ways, Um, it's challenging working with young children. Mm -hmm. So just having an ally, I always see coaches as, you know, kind of a critical friend Mm -hmm. who comes along and says, I really love what you're doing here, and and I want to get to know what your community is like in your program and then I want to help you grow that community so how can I help you make that infant toddler part of your program Mm -hmm. the best it can be Excellent. Mm. I love what you said about community and growing that community so how do the coaches do that what's a typical visit like well 
I think that's going to vary depending on when we receive a call from you. If you call us up as a program, we might already have an idea from you of very specific things you want to work on. Um, and so we might, a coach might come in and say, you know, I've heard you want to work on your sensory um, experiences for infants and toddlers. Or we might need to have a longer conversation. You're a new provider and you're overwhelmed and you haven't served a lot of infant toddlers. Or you're a teacher who you to work in a preschool classroom and now you're suddenly working with the tads and oh my goodness this is a whole different world so um, a coach is first and foremost going to talk with you about your program and what are your goals and try to get to a goal that you want to start working on and planning how you're going to work on that together so the start is what are we going to work on and partner with And we know that um, infant and toddler care is getting harder to find for parents. And the initiative from the federal government to the state to put dollars into improving quality is really important. And we want to encourage people who are listening who are doing infant and toddler care to continue, keep at it, and um, and look for supports because they're there is a lot that has changed in different regulations, and we know it gets harder and harder. So how, what kinds of questions might a coach get from a provider, um, either who are thinking about getting coaching or in the midst of coaching? Like, what are the sorts of things that, that come up? Um, in terms of the issues that might mm-hmm. be raised? Yeah. or Yeah, what's going on out there in infant and toddler care? Well, I think a big one is biting. That's a big mm-hmm. theme. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think another one I've heard from a lot of coaches is environments mm-hmm. because environments, um, because of the rapid growth um, that happens from birth to three, mm-hmm. just think about the physical development, mm-hmm. you know, the sheer difference between having infants, and this is true for family child care as well as, and even more so in a way than centers because in family child care you have an entire mixed age group. Mm-hmm. So how do you create environments that work for a multiple of ages, mm-hmm. but are also keeping those infants safe, mm-hmm. yet encouraging exploration as soon as they start to move. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a challenging one, I think, for people. Biting often relates to something that all of our coaches work on, which is thinking about challenging behavior. What is this child's behavior telling me? Mm-hmm. What do I know um, about even their physical development? Are they teething? Um, you know, has something precipitated, perhaps something at home, or maybe they've changed classrooms recently, um, some big change happened. What do we, the provider and the coach, observe seems to be precipitating this in the moment? Like, do we need to set some times where we both watch and see um, what's happening that seems to lead to that and then think about a strategy? Mm-hmm. Um, but also sometimes a coach is there to just listen to you you're going to have some feelings about all of this caring for infants and toddlers brings up a lot of big feelings and if you're a provider or even a teacher sometimes you're on your own and here you've got a partner who's really going to help you work on this but also knows it's hard work Mm -hmm. so it's really great to have someone there to help you think about 
that side of the work too and say you're doing great work and it's hard yes. and it brings up big feelings yeah. and that's okay. that's okay but what are we going to do with that what yeah. can we do and what does that tell us about what we need to do next and how I can help you as a coach mm-hmm. um, manage those feelings or think about it a little differently because I've got another set of eyes or maybe try to think about it from the child's perspective now that I'm here um, all of those things can be really helpful in those difficult conversations. And how long does a coach work with a program? Well, our um, funding provides for 30 hours um, of time. So it's and usually over about a four month period. Um, it's summertime right now in Minnesota, and some programs are on break. So we have some flexibility about those timelines, um, but that's generally the timeline that we plan for. And so when you first meet with the coach, you'll talk about that process and how that's going to play out in terms of your goals and when you revisit them, if you come up with another goal and when you're going to close that out. And what uh, what is the cost or fee to the provider? There is no cost or fee. That's what's so exciting about mm-hmm. this investment from Great. the state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is fabulous. Mm-hmm. And Priscilla, were you, you were I just had a question something? going back to the, you saying the, the bucket of responsive caregiving as this broad area. Mm. And I know that caring for these young ones can be time-consuming for a lot of just the care needs that happen in just the day-to-day feeding, diapering, making sure that everybody gets those naps that they need and tracking all that so families know what happened. And then in the midst of that, coaches can help providers also understand how those responsive skills are intermixed and intermingled. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I always say that routines are part of the curriculum with infants and toddlers because that's where you actually sometimes get more of an opportunity as a provider to do the one-to-one with a child and it's very easy in group care to get caught up in I have to get this done I have to get to the next thing because you yes you have to keep your eye on everyone and the individual child at the same time so um I think talking through with your coach and thinking about how can I really work on connecting with each child and during different routines and how do those routines play out so that I'm able to do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have a partner, even if I'm in family child care, I may not be alone. Mm-hmm. I may have a partner and so how can we think about routine times as opportunities for one of us to make a connection and it might not be me, it might be my fellow teacher, mm-hmm. it might be um, my assistant in my family child care home that makes that emotional connection, but who's making those connections during those times mm-hmm. and if it's not happening you know talking through how we might change that routine Um, how even noticing how all the children respond during arrivals and departures which becomes a big issue as children start to realize they're separating Mm -hmm. from their parents Um, I haven't heard that from any coaches yet I'm guessing that's going to come up in a coaching goal at some point too well it's fascinating and uh, for those who are listening we're going to um, continue some conversations with Beth and some specific infant toddler um, needs uh, or or, uh, issues around infant toddler caregiving in the next few podcasts Podcasts. Um, as we wrap up, I do want to say, uh, Beth alluded to uh, providers and child care providers and early educators, and sometimes they're um, 
isolation. And so I do want to take people back to our website, inclusivechildcare.org. We have a self-study course on provider self-care that's very good. And we have a lot of resources around infant and toddler care uh, in our info mods and our mm-hmm. tip sheets that are all free. And we also have um, a tip sheet and an info mod on biting. So, you know, those things are just resources while you're in the website listening to the podcast. You know, feel free to go and look around and and pick up, download some of the free resources. Mm -hmm. So it's great having you here, Beth. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm excited to keep talking about it. Okay. All right. That's all for now. See you next time.